And we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because, well, basically just needed to blow off steam. And, well, nobody really wanted to hear us bitch and moan and bark at the moon and everything. And, well, look at that. Moon. <laughs> Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble pretty much everywhere. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. Nice to be back. Yeah, we did have a week off, and that's partially my fault. I'll kind of fill you in on part of that in just a second. We got a short crew for you at the moment. I, I think I know a good portion of why. I'll explain it just a second. From the Midwest of the U.S., however, good evening, Bridget. Good evening. And from outside of Mueller Camp, <coughs> Unreno Tech, good morning. Hi, guys. Morning. Yeah. Um, okay. Leaving all the other stuff aside, by the way, really quickly. Yes, last week we had a buy. I was in Toronto for Fernal Equinox. I had a, a, I had a good time for the most part. Uh, unfortunately, Dallin has yet to put together his new computer, which is seriously planned. PCPartPicker.com. It's it, not that hard. It's it's not a matter of figuring out what parts. It's a matter of finding the discretionary capital. You see, that's part of it. That's one of the reasons why PC Part Picker is a lot of fun. You can actually set like, look, I'm looking for parts this kind that matches up with this motherboard or this processor, things I want to reuse and are in this price range. Yes. Yes. And I, it searches I, like tons of sites. Man. No, I, I, I get that. I get that. But see, part of the problem is he's pretty sure that his old rig has got some kind of a hardware thing somewhere, but don't know where that's so causing the problem. Okay. He hasn't actually figured out it's the hard drive or the RAM or the board or. Right. So he's basically just building up brand oh. new. Uh, he's also got some other stuff that's going on behind the scenes that yeah. he's not able to put stuff together right now, which completely understandable. And if you do happen to be watching or listening for whatever reason, man, you just know that we're here for you, man. That's all. We're, we're do what we can. Don't forget your grinding strut. Yeah, not like anybody uses those anymore because I mean, why bother? Yeah, just you know, you gotta you gotta put everything together. Just use the box. Cardboard is non-conductive. It's easier that way. Don't worry about it. Seriously, man. I mean, so long as you're not putting your new computer together in a in a in a in a swimming pool, generally speaking, you're okay. There's generally two times speaking. I use a grounding strap. One. If it's, Dude, my, no, no, if no, it's no, my equipment, okay, well, okay. And two, I, if I'm working on a ten thousand dollars server, I don't care where the money came from. It's a ten thousand okay. dollars server. I don't have the money to replace it. Okay, no, that's yeah. that's fair. That's fair. That's yeah. that's totally yeah. I'm 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 with you over there. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Anyway, uh, Joey is probably still napping, which he's got a lot of stuff on his plate right now too. So it's entirely possible he may not make it tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Joseph, well, there's a little bit of a problem here, you see, because we are now at UTC minus four instead of minus five. So he may end up joining us uh, an hour into the show because 
time zone change. This stupid thing. You know, this whole daylight savings time thing, this just it's needs bullshit. to go the frick away. It, it just needs to go away. It is bullshit. It really, it really yeah. is. And it, it gets even worse over here in the United States because uh, out west, Arizona way, there are some counties that do observe it and then others that don't. And then there's some reservations that do and don't inside of other counties that do or don't. So, it, 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 yeah, it just needs to go the hell away. And all you guys over there on uh, Prince Edward Island, half an hour into the future, yeah, you go stuff yourselves. Okay, <laughs> just just this whole half hour thing, you can just go stuff yourselves. Just be done with it. Screw you. Anyway, um, you know, I I am gonna miss Joey for this episode because this is something where he's really, yeah, know, got yeah. some knowledge going on. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm sincerely hoping that uh, that we get him. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna go and you know try to wake him up or nothing because uh yeah he's still mm, packing no. him over and all that yeah yeah so we will uh, we will see what happens in the meantime however of course thank you guys for being with us if you are watching live uh, which I sincerely hope so because I'm not getting a readout anymore as to how many people are actually watching normally I get that on because I have the master screen I don't get that now because YouTube is being weird about that apparently they want you to use their other system YouTube for wants you to buy youtube the... premium at least according now, to it... all the advertisements i see every time i try to watch a video now it's it, it's 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 not that on, on the creator side there's actually a page that gives you all the stats as to what's going on live so that you can see what's going on normally all i would get on the screen would be uh the number of people that are watching which would be nice except yeah okay whatever you know what we're here we're doing our thing screw it i don't know anyway if you are watching live of course as always feel free to take advantage of the live chat because that's kind of what it's there for i know for well stephanie's been there and two well that's that's all well and good stephanie thank you i appreciate that no idea who it is but um i know that you're there so i'll i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it you can't stop me so there you go. Those of you that are listening, uh, yeah, you don't know what I just did? That's fine. Isaac, we'll just go with that. You, Some of you are old enough to know what I'm talking about, so that's that's fine. It's fine. Anyway. Oh, Doc. Hi. Appreciate it. Anyway. So it's been, uh, like I was saying, last weekend was, was fun. I had a lot of fun up uh, Toronto Way, hanging out with all my friends. Uh, I did, however, learn a, a very important lesson that me of all people, I should remember. Helping out at, at a convention is a wonderful thing. There are two very important things to always remember and never forget. Item one. The grand pause when you're working the big radio that goes out to everybody operating the con who's listening the grand pause after you say director on duty we have requested operations to find out do we have anyone on staff who is a certified wedding officiant believe it or not i can marry people the grand pause after that goes out <laughs> 
is the gl- the most glorious five seconds you could ever hope for. What happened? Be- because guess who got to put out that on the radio? You, you did. Me. Yes, I was very proud about that because I had the I had the. You know how the old Adam Twelve used to have the big, big honking, uh, you know, uh, with the with the coily th- uh, handheld uh, microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had one of those, except it was plastic, so it was kind of disappointing. So you couldn't hurt anybody. Anyway, so I'm, I'm picking it up and I'm holding it the way that you're supposed to, you know, so that your your thumb is on the trigger and you're half covering the microphone part. And I've got the thing, and I'm I went ahead, and everybody knows what's coming in the ops section. I put it out there. And there's five seconds of just silence on the radio. And everybody in ops is just like, what's going to happen? Do we? Do we have one? Well, the answer that came back to me was operations from DOD. Could you repeat and clarify that I understood you correctly? Oh. After about two seconds of everybody laughing really hard, I, I waved him down and said, because they, they had said, are you asking for an efficient for a wedding? I actually answered back. Yes. We don't need a quick wedding done. We need someone that can perform one. We have a request. Do we have someone on staff that can perform such? Another five second pause. Followed by another second. And then the answer came back. Ops uh, DOD will investigate that for you. So we had a lot of fun trying to figure out if we had anybody on duty that could actually perform a wedding. Because somebody came in and had all the paperwork, had the license ready to go. Just needed an efficient and efficient. Officient, there's uh-huh. difference. Um, and two witnesses, and that, that's all they needed. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, we didn't have anybody on staff that could do it, but one of the people on staff is in the military for Canada, so the thought was maybe they can do no, 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 no. No, they're in they're in the army. No way it's in Canada, yeah. They're they're in the army. And even though we have some folks that have been in the Navy, the only way that the Navy personnel could do it would be if they were the captain of a vessel that was in international waters. And that's a whole of that's a whole other thing for another day. But another kettle of fish, as they say. Yeah. They were able to get in touch with the uh Ontario humanists association or or i forget exactly what it was called but they were able to get somebody to come down and sunday uh sunday morning they got married so congratulations on that very happy for that um and uh that was the good news now for the bad bad news. news i learned that man cannot subsist on juice boxes and um you got uh, sick didn't you no 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 uh juice boxes and mm-hmm. um you know o- odie bar crunchy gnaw 
chocolate covered things, you know. Um, you mean like protein bars? Not 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 protein bars. I'm I'm trying to remember uh, granola bars. I didn't. Oh, kudos. I I didn't I didn't I didn't eat I didn't eat. You need actual food. Yeah, uh, and on top of that, I didn't actually drink water as often as I should have. And I was trucking around a lot, so... You're eating a whole bunch of grains and such, and not drinking a lot of water, too? You're going to get backed up. Yeah, well, no, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't the issue. The issue was I was... Uh, I, I, had, I had no power to run anything. Which sucks, because I'm actually Italian, so I've got a little bit of extra heft. You'd think that I'd actually burn that... At, no. No, apparently not. So, um, Saturday, I was in really bad shape. Uh, Sunday, I ate basically the equivalent of uh, two breakfasts, almost uh, a breakfast and a half, and almost a lunch and a half, and I was much better. Finally, uh, it's just the sleep. I'm still kind of trying to catch up on the rest and everything, but I had a good time. I had a good time when all was said and done, and uh, I got to play music for folks, and I had a great time. And I'm already planning ahead for next year because their their theme for next year is retro throwback. So, as a DJ who does who does the whole '70s, '80s, '90s thing, oh yeah, you can well imagine I already know what I want to do for next year. And make sure somebody there can officiate a wedding. Uh, maybe, maybe I, I, I actually was considering, I wonder how much or how long it would take for me to get that kind of thing through the satanic temple. Just thinking, just thinking. See, States, that probably would be an issue. Like it, it's pretty darn easy. I can officiate a wedding in the United States, oh, except it. for New York, unless I present my certificate, which I got to figure out what shelf it's on because I can't find the damn thing. Yeah, I know. So, I know what that's like. US, I can't. I, I, in the U.S., I can literally marry people, but it doesn't apply to Canada. Yeah, and what is it? The Church of Bob that you're in? The no, subgenius the, or the dude? Ah, the dude abides. Okay. I I, I have my ordination through uh, Church of Dudism, and also I have it through Universal Life. I also joined the Church of Bacon because bacon. Yeah. Well, I no, I I, I got no problem with it. I just yeah. did not know that there was a. Church of Bacon. Okay. Dude, why wouldn't there be? I, be the uh, the one thing we have to ask is, why, when we were kids, did this not already exist? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, I it would know. have been so much easier to get up and go to church in the morning. So it was, get up, kids. It's bacon. It's uh, <laughs> that's 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 actually go in, really... take a strip, do the forehead, <laughs> eat it. <laughs> Yeah, people come on. Uh, see, the the problem with it is when the the whole Lent thing happens, and you and you put the bacon fat on your forehead. I don't want somebody coming over and grabbing my head and licking, licking my forehead. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't need that. Right I really, where you're I, going with that. I really don't need that. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've. Uh, mm, this is not a power ten. That's going to be another time. Uh, Stephanie, and make sure to take along someone to make sure you eat properly. Eat properly. See, uh, the biggest problem wasn't as much what I was eating, although that didn't help. the The fact that I wasn't drinking water the way that I should have did not help in any way, shape, or form. 
So however, you, however, you need to set yourself a phone reminder when you go to yeah. these conventions I and have it tick off on the hour. Hey, drink a drink a couple a couple gulps of water or something. Well, see that that's the problem. See, my problem is that I have a rule for myself, which is the the drinking game. Anytime you go past a water station, you drink, and then you share a drink. So I did not do that, and that was my own damn fault because I was running, 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 trying to get everything done. Hell, I even missed the MLP panel on Sunday because I was so dragged out, which uh. sucked. Because I really wanted to be part of that one. Because, you know, it's the it's the last season of Emma. Shut up, all right? The last season of uh, My Little Pony for the current incarnation. And I'm behind by a season and a half. I wanted to find out a little bit of what people were talking about, what was coming up, and, and shut up. It's my... I enjoy what I enjoy. You you enjoy what you enjoy. You, you don't like it. You just go stuff yourself. I'm trying to be nice tonight. Can you we're tell? not touching. No, I, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's going to be some other people. Uh, water well, too. Yeah. I can scar themselves. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much what it comes down to. And that's kind of part of where uh, my opening is going to take me to, because, oh man, let me, let me, let me get everything rolling over here. Cause yeah, it, it, it'll all make sense in just a couple of seconds. Five minutes on the clock. Starting right now, uh, baka. Okay, I'm gonna teach you guys. Uh, I'm gonna teach you guys new word in Japanese, b a k k a. No, it's not the word that you were thinking of. And get your head out of the gutter. And while you're at it, clean the cookies out of your uh, browser history because uh, you don't want anybody looking. At it. Baka is uh, probably one of the worst insults that you can have in Japanese. Believe it or not. And it's not what you think it is. If if you don't know what it is, you, you, it's not what you think it is. Believe it or not, in Japanese, if you were to deal with someone and you wanted to really insult them, baka. You're basically calling them an idiot, a fool. With the, with the color of it all basically being that they are mentally deficient, that they are hurting in the intelligence department. And that's something that they don't look very kindly at. So if, if, if you hear that, and it comes up in anime a lot because, you know, cartoons for kids, you know, you can kind of get away with that because, you know, the, the same way that, you know, kids can joke with each other about saying you know how much of an idiot they are to each other that's nah, yeah I'm, uh, yeah i know i know i know you are but what am i you know okay but when you're in real life oh 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 no don't 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 use that uh, i'm warning you right now don't use that i was an idiot because just what i was talking about man this weekend it was it was a lot of fun it was great fun to be able to catch up on stuff with friends and i i, I didn't get out nearly enough i had a lot of time that i was helping out with you know running messages and lost and found which a lot of stuff was lost a lot of big big dollar items were lost set of bose headphones that are about 300 dollars us Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not calling them idiots. Not by a long shot. 
the person that forgot their GoPro, almost brand new with only one picture of their fursuit, and we can't identify the fursuit yet. And they left it in the registration room. So they didn't even bring it like into the con proper. And you know, it was a GoPro on a on a on a on a stick. Hmm. Again, I'm not calling these people idiots because they made a mistake. They had a lapse in memory, and that's all it takes. Me, well, I was an idiot. I knew full well that I should have been taking care of my body, and I, I, I constantly tell people, you know, if you're a first timer, don't forget you're going to forget to to eat and drink, and you need to drink, man, more than anything else. You need to drink, and I, you know. Such happens. But that is one of those things where, you know, uh, it happens. You didn't really hurt yourself. You, you, you hurt yourself, but you didn't damage yourself. Okay. And then you got the people that decide, let's shove open the bathroom door and throw a banana at the mirror. And then walk away. That's an idiot. That is just an idiot. And the worst part of it was, it, you'll see why I say it was the worst part. There's no alcohol involved. This was midday. There's no alcohol involved. This was just somebody who thought, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to just do a thing. The banana shoved open the door. Boom. Walked away. Thought that he'd get away with it. Which was all well and good, except, see, when you have people watching, because a lot of people, and one of the people that observes you is someone that's done security before for a con, you can bet your bippy they know exactly what they're going to do, and they're going to follow you, and they're going to wave down security, and they're going to say, Hey, I need you to have some security. Come follow me. You know who I am. This is a guy that just did the thing, and we need to get him out of here. And even if you go ahead and you say, nope, 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 wasn't me. I didn't do anything about the thing. And, and you, you swear up, down, left, right. Nah, man. You came, you paid your money to be with a group of people that you ostensibly like. And you're trying to screw it over so that you can have your five seconds of glory and try to screw it over for the rest of us all. 2,500 of us plus Baca. Episode 253 on the docket, Your Honor. I couldn't think of anything else except the scene from Star Trek 2 the death of Spock the needs of the many the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or of the one and that's kind of what we're going to end up talking about and there's, there's good goddamn reason for it so we're going to cover that in just a couple of seconds uh, before we do I did not really get the opportunity of looking up uh, any new information about Rafe Badawi. To be fair, 
I also did not have anything come through that popped up on my, you know, my usual news feeds that said, hey, new information. So forgive me. I've been a little bit busy and I didn't go hunting, doing a deep dive. However, as of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been six years, nine months, nine days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our thoughts and our hopes are still with you and your family. We're still waiting. So, with that out of the equation, as a quick recap, there was a mass murder spree in New Zealand. Gun, plural, was used. The news feeds coming out of New Zealand specifically are refusing to give this person any airtime. Their name is not being used in New Zealand on the news. It's not being broadcast. This person has basically become a, we know who it is, but we're not going to give him a platform. Basically shun. Yeah. Yeah. 50 people were killed. And within the week, the New Zealand legislature was working on new, well, new gun control policies, reclassifying certain items, getting them out of the general populace so that they don't end up being used the same way again. And that in and of itself should shame my country massively. Absolutely massively. But then we have the reports of people who have said, you know what? There's no reason for me to have this weapon. Before the legislation even comes in, I'm turning in this weapon. I'm turning in this weapon to the police station to be destroyed. I don't want money. I don't want to buy back. Take it. Chop it up. Don't let it fall into the hands. I don't want this to have happen again. There aren't very many of them, but there are some people who have said, get rid of it now. Just, just, I don't even want to be dealing with it. I don't want to have that on my conscience. Get rid of it now. And those are the people that I want to talk about tonight. I want to talk about the the sacrifice, if you will, and I'll, I'll tell you why I say it that way, that some of these people have decided is acceptable for them. And I call it a sacrifice, not because, well, they're giving up them guns. Don't, don't even think about that for a second. They're giving up a piece of material, something that has value, that could be sold for money. And they have decided that they are more than willing to simply have it destroyed. 
at a financial loss, effectively, because they think it's for the best for society, for them. And that's something that I think is worth talking about. Because you know me, I don't want to be talking about just my country or about a specific, you know, a, a specific thing that's in the news. I want to go go and, and play around and find out a, a, an interesting nook and cranny that most groups aren't talking about. Um, now, what I put in the uh, in the show notes, by the way, was the quote from uh, John Hart, who was uh, a candidate in the elections in 2017. He owns a sheep and beef farm. And he said, and I know this is in the show notes, but I want to put the quote out there anyway. He said, quote, for me, it became that trade-off. Is my convenience worth the risk to other people's lives by having these guns in the country? I pretty quickly realized there was no comparison. We'll cope without semi-automatic weapons. We won't cope without the people who were taken from us from these events. Compare that to the shit that's happened from places like Sandy Hook. And I don't think I even need to go any further than that. So before we came on, uh, we we were actually saying amongst ourselves, you know, that uh, we were really hoping that Joey was going to be uh, be with us. So we'll see. We'll see. That's what I'm really hoping for. But uh, and, and forgive me. Um, you know what? Uh, it, if at any point you want to go ahead and just jump right in on that one, feel free, hon. You you know full well. So if you want, if you want, to, if you want to bang it straight away, you know what? Do it. Just do it. Just, just do it. <laughs> at this point, just just do it. Yeah. Uh, hate to be bashing on my country and turning this into a my country, their country kind of a thing. But my news outlet of choice these days is NPR. That's usually what I listen to uh, on the way to work and on the way home from work. And they were interviewing the prime minister of New Zealand and her stance on, we're not going to give this guy his 15 minutes of fame. He wants notoriety. He's not going to get it. Um, you know, good for her. I agree with her on that. Uh, this you know, person should be a non-entity. Don't give him what he wants. And the person that was interviewing her from NPR, I just wanted to reach through the radio and slap and say, but what if he was mentally ill? Doesn't he deserve to have his story told? Blah, 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 blah. Made me sick. Like, did you just miss the whole point or what? I don't give a damn what the story was. Yeah, I just wanted to say that. And I'm like, what is wrong with NPR? There's an actual simple answer to the whole mental, uh, mentally disturbed issue. And that is, okay, fine. Here's the thing. If this person was mentally disturbed, then the problem needs to be addressed that apparently it needs more assistance with mental uh, people who are mentally disturbed are going around they're not being uncovered. They're not receiving the help that they need. And now they're getting access to semi-automatic to fully automatic weapons and going on killing sprees. So again, the guns apparently are so easily 
to access that now, not just a regular person, but somebody who is mentally disturbed can easily access them. And they're not in their right mind. So, yeah, if you want to go down that rabbit hole, let's do that shit, folks. But even if you did that, that still doesn't mean that we need to hear his name everywhere. Exactly. We don't need to hear all that that crap. crap. We and don't need so to hear all I'm that. like, why was the woman from NPR advocating for that? That is the problem. We we do that too much, and that does not help things. Well, it's like um, censoring the video. I understand why they did it. I understand uh-huh. why they went to the um, why New Zealand and the rest of them went to the effect of basically banning traffic to 4chan and 8chan uh, so that people couldn't see the videos. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I'm not just on Reddit. I am on 4chan. I very rarely ever go to 8chan. Um, something like this is what actually drew me to 8chan for a moment, just because I was having a hard time on 4chan. And what I was having a hard time doing was finding the video. Because, see, here's the thing. I'm, I've am i read, like, the Anarchist Cookbook. Why? Because I like to learn things. I like to understand things, and I like to see things. I have watched videos of horrible, horrible car accidents and the results. Why? Because I want to have a better understanding of things. Um, Not because I enjoy seeing people dead. I need to understand. I need to grasp the concept of, I understand what death means, but I don't work as an EMT. I don't work as EMS or first responders or police or firefighters to even vaguely understand what they go through. I have seen some videos that were pretty much designed to train like firefighters and police officers for the really bad crap they're supposed to see and not human regular general public consumption. They're gory, they're nasty, and I understand why most people probably should not be watching these things. I'm a little wired a little bit differently though. You know, I have had friends who work in the fire department on the police forces and things, and I wanted to have a better comprehension of the crap they have to deal with, that they make up one morning and they kiss their spouse or their child, or maybe they live alone, they go to work, and now they're scraping some kid who went out last night partying off the road. And how do you prepare for that, let alone even have an understanding of that friend, what they're going through? You have to learn. So to have an idea of what the what happened and what the police and the firemen and women and basically all the responders to that scene, what they had to walk in and see. And something the a firefighter buddy of mine pointed out, he goes, it's not what you see that gets you. It's the smell. And what I saw in that video is not something that should be on TV. It's not something I would show my own offspring. Okay. It is something that I myself, though, felt the need to comprehend what those responders were going to be seeing. And I'm glad I saw it. But that's not for everybody. And it was, I, you know, some people say, oh, you gave the guy his 15 minutes of fame. It's like, no, I saw the people at their last moments. What stuck with me wasn't the guy point, pulling the trigger. 
it was the people at the other end of the barrel. Those people will stay with me. So, and right or wrong, hey, I'm an adult. I made the decision for myself. And the other thing that I saw was is I saw people, how they were dealing with it. The ones who were also had access to video. Some people did funny things and edits to the video. Some of them were, now, I'm all for gallows humor. But, <laughs> yeah, no, we're not getting into that. There, there, there are times where black humor Sometimes it's necessary for some people. Yep. Yep. Like there were countless uh, funerals in my family that many of my extended family members were really pissed at me because I'd be happy. I'd walk around with a smile. It was like, oh, so-and-so died. Well, that person's no longer suffering from the terminal illness that was eating away and causing them pain and suffering and everything else. And back then I thought, you know, I believed in a God too. So I thought they were in heaven and they were all better. And yet people were pissed at me. I was just a kid. I was believing the stuff that was being crammed down my throat and they were pissed. Now imagine in today's society, how they'd react to that shit. Yeah. The problem is, is every time we try to have a conversation about guns, Every time we have try to have a conversation about drugs, every time we have try to have a conversation about immigration, you have two sides slapping the shit out of each other, and it's you know it's not just liberals and conservatives or or, or Republicans or Democrats. Sometimes you find yourself on one side of the equation, but only for one topic. But you feel so strongly about it. That no matter what the other person says, you tune them out. No, 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 no. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Whack, whack, whack. Shut down the conversation. And it's over. And it's like, no, 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 no. The conversation needs to happen. We need to sit down with calm, cool, collected heads. If you need to take a week, two weeks, three weeks to calm down and relax and let, you know, go, go see a psychiatrist, go see a doctor, whatever the case, you know, go see your family, tell them you love them, whatever the case might be. Sit down, cool heads, and have the conversation and find out what we can do. And the thing is, is we do have people who, who do that on both sides of the equation. The problem is, is we can't hear them over the people who are screaming bloody murder about the thing that wasn't bloody murder. See, part of the problem that we end up with, and uh, Bridget, I'm sure that you you know this one all too well, is that there has been a, a moratorium for, uh, eh, I forget which organization is supposed to be, uh, National Health, that they've been disallowed from doing any research on gun-related anything, if I remember right, to, to to be able to categorize all the stuff that's been happening with, uh, with gun-related injuries and deaths and all that stuff. Okay. And... I can't remember the name of it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and this is something that's been going on. Uh, this moratorium has been, on, been in place for, yeah, decades, I think, even at this point. And it's like, what are they trying to hide? 
Why are and, they trying to protect this? Yeah, if memory serves, uh, didn't they kind of have a similar moratorium for smoking-related information? Mm, yeah. Yeah, and links of cover up, and it's like, why is it to benefit the industry? Is it? I don't. I don't understand. It's a public yeah. health issue. Yeah, and uh, there was also uh, in nineteen ninety seven. Sorry for the interruption. Go ahead. Okay, one sec. Because uh, the the other piece of it was because it, kind of pulling this all all together, there was also another one that uh, that happened. And it was for lead. Mm -hmm. Yet another one. And if memory serves, uh, you want to find out a little bit more about that one, you can just go to uh, the Cosmos episode that covered it and find out a lot about that one. But um, we we don't get a kickback for, for ordering Cosmos on Blu-ray, although we really, really would love to be able to do that. But uh, yeah, you should just, Go and watch that episode. And uh, lead does uh, lead does some nasty things to uh, growing and developing brain tissue, doesn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Can you say mental retardation? Uh, I look at the violence patterns in New York City. Yep, and pretty much the rest of the world. But uh, if memory serves, uh, is isn't uh, I'm setting you up here, by the way, just so you know. Isn't the term mental retardation outmoded? Isn't that a bad term? Well, it is now, but you know, I'm old school. Um, it, it cause mental disabilities and lowering of IQ and all sorts of other issues. Violence, uh, aggression, aggression. Um, uh, yeah, multitude, but the ones that really could cause somebody to become a, a danger, not only to themselves, but to those around them. And if memory serves, there were also, uh, several, uh, muscular neural, um, neurological type issues. Yeah. Degenerate, uh, de degeneration. Hell, I don't even remember what the hell the the stuff was off the top of my head. Well, see, that's what I that's that's what happens when you go a little a little bit too deep into the rabbit hole and you weren't prepared for it. Yeah, we should all be drinking lots and lots of glasses of water with lead in it, just because. Yeah, why not? Uh, cause I don't want another flowers for Algernon moment. Well, Is, I mean, you can eat paint chips too. Yeah, um, I, I much prefer my I I much prefer my paint chips that have the consistency of uh, rubber balloons. You, you, you see where I'm going with that? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's an old there's also an old vaudeville joke about rubber balloons. Ask me about it sometime. Anyway. The, the uh, that's all well and good. Uh, Tech the the dates that you were pulling up. What was it that you were looking at? Um, so apparently, it's been nicknamed uh, the Dickey Amendment. Uh, passed in 1997 with the strong backing of the NRA, the so-called Dickey Amendment effectively bars the National Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, 
from studying firearm violence um, that the American Medical Association has since dubbed a public health crisis. Uh, the amendment was first tucked into an appropriations bill signed into law by President Bill Clinton, stipulates that, quote, none of the funds made available for any injury prevention and control at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention may be used to advocate or promote gun control. Uh, later on, a similar provision was included in the Appropriations Act of 2012. Um, one doctor was quoted as saying, uh, that when it comes to people maybe trying to sneak up and study it, uh, precisely what or was not permitted under the clause was unclear, but no federal employee was willing to risk his or her career or the agency's funding to find out. Basically, they're so scared, they're not even willing to try to cost their career. There's the uh, link. I appreciate it. And the citation and comes from, the, the quote comes from, this one okay there's two there i'll make sure that those are in the uh yeah in the and that, that second one it's it's a whole basically um blog but it's fully cited for all the stuff that's in there yeah i was just reading over uh, oh by, by the, the way, way as a side I, piece yes there is something in here else in here uh apparently uh dick cheney or, or i'm sorry not dick cheney uh dicky congressman dicky um, about a decade after it passed, he himself came to regret the law that he helped push past. See, the problem in the U.S. is that it's easy to pass a law. Believe it or not, it really is. It's hard to get the law revoked. Therein lies a bit of a problem. Uh, and what I was about to say was that uh, Doc Waxon is just mentioning uh, the term spastic is an offensive term in the UK. Um, and again, it's, uh, it's a matter of, uh, and, and Stephanie is, you know, clarifying, uh, in the UK, spastic denotes mental retardation when used as an insult. It's um, also an insult in the U S too. Yeah. To a certain degree. Uh, fact, however, um, uh, weird Al Yankovic used it in one of his songs, not realizing it. And when the general public went on Twitter and said, blew up his Twitter account with it, he issued a full apology. He's like, I can't unwrite this. Basically, that the guy couldn't unwrite the song, but he did issue a full apology, not realizing that that was so derogatory. And it's like, you know, if a singer can issue a heartfelt apology when he's shown something is wrong, why can't these politicians? So where I was, uh, where I was trying to go, by the way, before with, with talking about, uh, mental retardation, quote unquote, the, the term mental retardation is because it's actually the right technical term for what ends up happening when young developing brains, uh, are infused with lead. And the the formation is retarded it is it is prevented from accelerating the way it's supposed to it is altered it is uh it, it's screwed around with it, it it's mucked with and that's that's that qualifies i believe i believe the technical term and correct me if i'm wrong bridget the the technical term in medical circles is a very bad thing a very very bad thing 
Okay, okay. So I, I I missed a very in there. All right. You know what? For for layperson, not bad. I don't, I don't think I don't think it was too bad. I was using that as a medical term and not a derogatory. No, thing. That's, it, no, that's that's which is exactly the way that I was I was hoping that you were gonna follow down with because like, that's, if I happen to well I wouldn't call someone spastic. I have used the term spasticity before, but that has to do with like uh, muscular problems and. You know, having contractures and things like that, and that's something that can be medically treated. Yeah, in in a much more, yeah, in a much more technical, uh, a much more technical um, context, as opposed mm -hmm. to a what's the word that I'm looking for? A um, derogatory slur. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll go with that. There was a, I think there was a. Shoot, I forgot what the right word I was looking for. Anyway, you got the, you got the right. Okay, mm -hmm. so here's here's the deal. We know, we know that according to the statistics in New Zealand, there is approximately one gun per three people. In New Zealand, mm -hmm. three people, one gun, or vice versa. Here in the U.S., it's much closer to the other way around. Yeah. It's much closer to three guns per person. With, with knowing full well that there are a lot of the population that ain't got a gun. And that there are good portions of the, of the populace that have more than three. In some cases, many more than three. Now we full well, we full well understand because you know we've dealt with Joey. He has had several guns because some of them were for his personal collection, not for self defense, not for skeet shooting, not for going out and trying out for the biathlon at the Olympics, for collection purposes. I can respect that. By technical rights, I am a gun owner. By technical rights. Because I have my grandpa's old shotgun. Do I have shells for it? Um, somewhere I have a box that was given to me. But where that is, I don't really remember. It's somewhere in my basement somewhere but the weapon is actually in the corner over here um can it be used by the barest technicals yeah makes but a good club yeah it's that's 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 about it and the funny part of it is it's actually right next to one of the uh one of the weapons that i bought at a Renfest. i've got a sword right next to it not a good sword it's blunted all over the place but it again it's That's heavy enough, enough. Arm. It, it, you swing it hard enough yeah yes yeah, yeah i've got a wooden um sword from when i studied martial arts and it's like yeah it's not going to cut through a limb but i guarantee if i crack somebody over the head with it they're going down yeah so i pity the person who walks into you know breaks into my home 
By the way, uh, Stephanie uh, mentions, tell Bridget there's no way I would assume that she meant anything but the technical context. Yes, and that is a good thing. That means that that means to me, we know full well that when when I go over to you and I want to talk about medical stuff and terminology, you may not necessarily be able to pronounce it, but goddamn, you're going to go ahead and you're going to say it right. <laughs> so that's that's a good thing. I'm glad that your Latin is about as crappy as mine. All right, so <laughs> I forgot a lot over the last thirty years. I'm getting yeah, old. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about your age because of gentlemen. I'm going with that. That's my. You know what? Screw it. Whatever. Yeah, if you don't use it, you lose it. Uh, 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 no, 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 Let's 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 go ahead and, and and let's 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 go ahead and deal with the uh, with down under. This shooting was in Christchurch. Fifty people. Back in nineteen ninety, crap! I forgot what year it was. Nineteen ninety one, ninety three. They had the shooting in Australia, and it was fewer people. And they said, no, not, no, not going to have this happen again. We're, we're just not going to have this happen again. And they got, they got busy and they dealt with it and they outlawed guns. And at this point in Australia, generally, sorry, they did have another one. Um, I forgot how long ago it was. They had another one. Basically, somebody had kept a gun around and went off, and you know they had it hidden and such. Because in Australia, if you if you actually manage to have a gun somehow and end up using it, you got to get rid of it pretty darn quick. So, basically, somebody had one maybe hidden under a floorboard or whatever it was, and then decided, "Hey, now's a good time to use it." Yeah, but. Oh. Uh, I think the point is it's very, very rare. Yeah, exactly. That is, that's the whole point. And that was the point I, I think I was making in a roundabout way is like the only way they managed to get is that they held on to it from so long ago. Because now if you try to get like a $200, what would be a $200 handgun here in the States over there is going to cost you thousands of dollars to try to import or more. And on top of that, you've got to go through a whole massive rigmarole to show that you have reason to have such a weapon. I was just talking about the black market at that point. No, no, no. I, I got you. I got I you. But talking if, about the legal aspect of it. Legal aspect, you might not even get it, period. Yeah, exactly. And uh, black market, is there a black market? Dude. Black you got there's, there's, there's always a black market. Yeah, there's always a black market for damn near anything except cheesecake. There's never a black market for cheesecake. Oh, uh, that's true. But it's yeah. too quickly. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Oh, you know what? 
okay, it's fine. It's fine. Somewhere it's fine. there is a, a some somebody who's like, you know what? We should have cheesecake on the black market. Why? Because well, it's cheese, good cheesecake. Yeah, probably probably just because they they want to Im- import it with. They want to make it with blue cheese. You know what? They we're not. Gonna, we're wrong. not going. <laughs> all right. We're not. We're not. We're not going. We're not going to make cheesecake with blue cheese no. because the French would hurt everybody. And no, really, nobody wants the French storming anything because that would be gross. Okay. We'll we'll just we'll just go off from there. because you know the chocolate ganache on top of all that. There you go. I mean, you have fun with that thought. No. You're welcome. So the the point that I'm trying to go with is that uh, in 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 Australia, to legally have a gun, you need to show that there is a need for you to have such a weapon. Now, obviously, it's a lot easier to manage that when you're off, you know, in the in the much much more rural areas where you've got farmland and you've got cattle and you've got vermin that you have to deal with. And, you know, you get a plunky 22 rifle so you can get rid of, you know, stuff that's, that's getting into, into your stuff. Okay, that happens. But yeah. that's a very small segment of the population. Handgun? Oh, dude, don't even, don't even get started with that. Because if, if, if you're dealing with a handgun, your security... And you're going through a lot of training before you get issued. And the biggest part of the population that have guns is law enforcement. And they've got a special, they've got a special thing. They've got a gun with, if memory serves, 11 bullets. And that's it. If you were to get a law enforcement weapon, you will have 11 bullets and that's it because you can't find those bullets anywhere. It's sold directly to the police. You can't get it. And that's why that was one of the wonderful pieces about it. So you, you grab some, you grab a peace officer's piece. Okay. Congratulations. You get 11 shots off and now you've got, something to throw at somebody else and it's got your prints all over it and well you're screwed you're very very screwed but that's 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 australia and that's kind of what they went through and after they changed the gun laws it took them what 20 years plus before they had another mass shooting of any real description that reminds me of the last time I went to Australia. Yeah, well, you were you were busy getting your ass drunk under the table. By the way, Joey, good morning. Welcome. Good morning. I apologize for my tardiness, but uh, I have a good excuse. You're fine. I was down and I was. Uh, Don't even need won't, an won't say downtown Pittsburgh because that's not where where it is, but uh, basically, big local. Friendly get together, uh, bowl meet. Ah, so you did go to that. Good. Yes. And uh, while I didn't get as much, t- uh, you know, handed out or sold as I had hoped, it was not completely uh, unproductive. <clears throat> Excellent. 
so Bridget, you were going to say? Uh, well, Joey, this is this topic's right up your alley, so we're glad to have you. And what topic is that? Because clearly I just walked in the door and I have no idea what's going on. Okay, so short version. Uh, had you heard about the shooting in New Zealand? There was a shooting in New Zealand? 50 people? The Christchurch one? A Christchurch shooting? Yeah. Uh, the, la the last shooting I heard of in New Zealand was Peter Jackson, so I'm guessing this is not related. No. 50 people were shot, semi-automatic weapons. The New Zealand government is refusing to give this person, uh, the shooter's uh, name, any platform whatsoever. Mm -hmm. uh, it took 72 hours, and their legislature was already at work drafting new gun control reg regulations and specifically targeting to the first ones off the specific weapons that were in use. Mm -hmm. And the big piece of it all is that there were a number of people that have already started to turn in weapons even before the buyback program, which yeah. is slated to be somewhere between one and $200 million to return weapons. And they're just turning them in some people, some, not a lot, some are already turning them in for destruction you, at a loss, not even caring because they're just like, you know, uh, let me, let me read you the, I, I know I'm repeating for some of you folks. I'm sorry, but excuse me. Okay. The quote from uh, the guy that had run in the 2017 elections over there, he's a, um, he's a sheep and beef farm rancher. Mm -hmm. His quote was this, and, and you, you follow this along. Mm -hmm. For me, it became that trade-off. Is my convenience worth the risk to others, people's lives by having these guns in the country because he was turning in his own? Yeah. I pretty quickly realized there was no comparison. We'll cope without semi-automatic weapons. We won't cope without the people who were taken from us from these events. I would have to agree. Um, especially on an island, there's really... Um, let's face it. Granted, it's not a tiny island. But it's not the same kind of situation like what we have here in the U.S., whereas you can go from... Los Angeles to New York, you know, hijack a, you know, break into somebody's house and then be back in Florida by the, by dinner time. But, uh, yeah, it's very hard to keep secrets and, you know, uh, keep catch somebody by surprise on an Island. Uh, so really there's not much cause call, call for what most people would describe as, self-defense weapons as opposed to you know general hunting firearms and whatnot a lot of people like to describe semi-automatics and high caliber firearms as self-defense weapons which i can't i can't get behind i really can't um yeah and as a as an aside by the way uh high capacity magazines were also one of those items that were on the list 10? because because uh, you know 30 you know 30 rounds for self-defense 
Yeah, for Unless thirty rounds for find hunting. SWAT. Yeah, and let's face it, uh, thirty rounds to plunk into uh, a black bear's skull. Well, now, you know, uh, hold, hold on, hold on. I can, I can see that, considering that you know some black bears are really, really strong in the head. The big problem, however, is that there are no black bears in New Zealand. Yes, just, just uh, Blackfoot, Black Feet. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's the next thing I was going to bring up is especially if your community is primarily a rural, you know, farmstead style community. Um, semi-automatic seems to be overdoing it because deer don't tend to shoot back. Usually, that is usually Bambi too. The reckoning. Yes, is voiced by the rock, but that's a that's a whole other that's a whole other piece for another day. But um, the the thing that I found really interesting that I, I wanted to kind of you know people turning in these weapons, uh, like I said you know earlier, we know for well that they're doing it at a financial loss because they're not gonna get anything for it. They're just turning it in, mm-hmm. and. That's that's kind of like they they're, they're oh, forgive me for wording it this way. They're doing the right thing, and this is something that apparently completely escapes here. You know, we can't we can't even get funding for uh, like. We were talking with uh, with Bridget a little while ago. Uh, it was uh, wait a second, Tech. You said it was uh, uh, Center for Disease Control that was disallowed. Yes. Okay. So Center for Disease Control disallowed from getting any fund any funding to do any real research into what what happens with guns here in this country. Who gets hurt? Who gets killed? What mitigating circumstances? The whole thing. And they're so afraid of losing, you know, funding for a whole bunch of other things that they can't even touch the topic. And you know, researchers being being completely hamstrung because, well, um, politics. Yeah. And see, the reason why we were thinking, you know, you would have you would have a lot to say on this was because, well, let's face it. You've said before, look, I I like guns. I've shot this gun. I've shot very many of these guns. Mm-hmm. Civilians don't need to have these guns. Civilians shouldn't have these guns. These are not civilian guns. Yeah, and honestly, the more I think about it, the more I have to say that it's pretty ridiculous. Um, for example... I am. I have thus far been getting rid of a lot of my guns simply, simply on the matter of I just don't go shooting anymore. It's expensive, and uh, you know, one of the very first ones that I got rid of was my AR-15. The whole reason why I got it was from a what I considered to be a fairly practical standpoint. Uh, I was still in the military. Um, 
my unit only went to the range usually once quarterly, so maybe four times a year, which if you're expected to defend your life and the life lives of those around you, uh, once every three months for practice usually isn't the best way to go about it. Um, so, you know, I bought my AR-15, copied over my uh, Battle Site Zero from my issued weapon to that, and I practiced on my own time, on my own dime. Yeah, it was for government work, but hey, I, government was paying me anyway, so uh, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather be good at it. And after it became apparent that you know, I did my eight years, so technically they couldn't call me back anyway. But yeah, I waited a few years after that just to make sure that they wouldn't, and uh, it's been more than long enough when it became apparent they weren't going to call me back. I sold that thing. Um, now, and here's something that a lot of people seem not to even think about these days is I took responsibility for whom I sold it to. Whenever I sell a firearm, I have a number of requirements. Number one, it is never a mail order sale. It is always face to face in a secure location public location Good. Um, and right there whenever I put a uh, firearm up for sale it says right there on the ad you have to be 18 years of age you have to be able to provide me uh, valid photographic identification and you have to be willing to, uh, to sign a statement uh, saying that you are legal to buy this firearm now this only applies to uh, long guns, so rifles, shotguns, things like that. Handguns, it doesn't matter. Uh, we have to go to a uh, an FFL, Federal Firearms Licensee, and they have to do the whole background check and all that stuff. Um, basically, I don't sell to people that I don't know. Let me put it that way. Uh, but right now, the highest capacity firearm I have um, is a old... Honestly, it's the precursor to the AK-47, the Simonov Carbine, the SKS. Mine's Yugoslavian. Uh, it holds 10 rounds in a, in a fixed magazine that's fed by stripper clip. Now, a lot of people like to buy... Uh, a synthetic stock that can be mounted in place of the original and the synthetic stock has its own little magazines that replace that box that fixed box magazine that can hold up to 20 or 30 rounds that uh, okay um why do you plan to be bum rushed by 20 or 30 deer uh, I need I need it to be able to take out the enemy uh, the enemy when they show up, because you know somebody might break into my house or, you know somebody might invade us and infringe upon my freedom, attack my freedom. You remember that the day the Iraqis attacked our freedom? <laughs> yeah. Um. Here's the thing.
You know what the typical Russian foot soldier was issued during World War II? Uh, the okay. Now wait a minute. In World War II, it was not the AK-47 because that came out in 1947, or production run was 1947. A little later so, than that, Ivan. Okay. So prior to that, were they, wait a minute, were they using uh, were they using the Brownings also? <clears throat> no. I mean, there probably were a few available through Lendlease, but okay. Before the AK-47, there was the Seminole of SKS. Okay. Before that, it was the M9130 Mosin Nagant, based on a design that, as the name suggests, dates back to 1891. It is a bolt action with five rounds. I'm assuming a relatively loud piece. It, typically, the running joke is that it's classified as field artillery. <laughs> okay, so uh, hold, hold, pausing you there for a second. Roughly, roughly, how far would you expect? And I'm assuming this is an iron sight piece, by the way. Yes, yes. Okay, the, the infantry version. Okay, and the infantry sight goes out to two thousand meters. Okay, two thousand meters. Likely, you're not going to engage anybody at that range. You're something that they found during World War II was that typical engagements are anywhere between uh, 100 to 300 meters. Okay, okay. So, uh, 2,000 meters, two kilometers, over a mile. All right. First off, the idea that you're going to hit anybody at that distance, unless you account for the curvature of the Earth, is not going to happen. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But um, how many uh, how many deer do you think that you would be able to hit at that range, by the way? With one bullet? Yeah. Five. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't even have to hit any of the deer. I just shoot for the tree in, in the middle of them, and the, yeah, you know, they all just explode. Um, but no, here's the thing. We have... <clears throat> We have rifles that make this thing look like a pop gun. And yet the Russians managed to, to defeat the most technologically advanced force on the planet. Oh, but, you know, the Russians, they had so many people and they were using en masse tactics because the, the Germans were invading their homeland. Well, guess what, folks? If, the, if somebody invades our homeland, what are we going to do? Sit on our asses? Some of us, yes. But here's the thing. Russia ranks number nine as far as countries by population go. You want to know where the U.S. is? Lower. Number three. Oh. Yeah, because as far as population is concerned for the country, if memory serves, it would be the U.S., China, then India. Correct. Uh, China, India, then the U.S. Because we're, th we're three. Well, I, I was, I was, I was going up. So, U.S., China, India. Yes. Well, no. China's India. beaten India. Yeah. Uh, China currently sits at one billion uh, four hundred and twenty million. 
uh, India is currently at one billion three hundred sixty-eight million. Oh, so, so just barely. You know, we're we're looking at about fifty million difference. Okay, so my problem is that I had a rounding error. Okay, that's fine. I can I can live with that. That's fine. Anyway, so yeah. if your argument is that oh well, the Russians uh, threw people people at their invaders on mass. Well, guess what? What happened when Pearl Harbor got hit? We moved in mass. Yeah, we and we showed the world how fast we could move. We didn't, and we didn't have to fight on our own own soil. So, if your argument is that you are keeping all of these guns in the event of a uh, of a invasion or a civil war on our home turf, I hate to tell you, pal, you don't need a semi-automatic weapon. I don't need a semi-automatic weapon, and. That's why probably I'm going to be getting rid of my Yugo as well. I've got a Mosin, and I guarantee you, if I need more guns, I don't need a Mos. I, I don't need something that's fully automatic with thousands of rounds. You give me a Mosin with five rounds, and I just wait for the nearest five-man fire team to waltz into my uh, sight line. And then I've got my gun, and I got all their guns. Yeah, let me let me let me let me pitch one thing past you guys because I'm pretty sure it, Joey's gonna go ahead and laugh at me because I've I've actually got a, a movie reference that uh, he's gonna be like, "Wow, shit, really? You don't know all those other movies, but you're gonna remember that one." I'll pitch this one over to you and see what you think. Do you think part of the reason why in my goddamned country? That the whole Malone Labe gotta have my guns is because of things from the eighties in particular. I'm thinking of the movie Red Dawn. Mm. Wolverines. That was such a bad movie. Well, it was, but it wasn't just a movie, now was it? It was just propaganda. Cold, it was Cold War propaganda. <laughs> Oh God! Um, I'm gonna murder his first name so I can't remember it because I can't remember it properly. Um, Go for it anyway. Don't worry about it. No, I, I'm gonna have to lock it up now because, to be fair, I owe the man that much respect. To be fair, it's a thing. So anyway, uh, while he's looking that up really quickly, uh, Iso Isoroku Yamamoto. I would not invade the United States. There would be a gun behind every blade of grass. This is the leading admiral, martial admiral, of the uh, of the uh, Imperial Navy, referencing the typical citizenry of the United States in nineteen. 1930 in the 1930s long before we had ARs and well this is back when people had shotguns rifles and pistols yeah yeah to to a certain degree and by the way uh but 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 
and and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do this one again. To be fair, uh, at the time, a lot of that stuff was again the less advanced stuff: bolt action, shotgun, pumps, um, revolvers. Were semi-automatics available? Yeah, but the citizenry, if they had, they had plink plink guns for, we were for sport for hobby. And by the way, the, b- before you get that, uh, TTTF, uh, I, I know for well, you you get it, man. To be fair, thank you. Uh, oh, excuse me. Um, I mean the the only country that fielded an entire army with the standard weapon being a semi-automatic was the U.S. And at that point, it was the... Was it the 16? No. At that point? It was the M1. Oh, okay. The Garand. Okay. The... Bing! The one that could harm you when it binged. Well, that's the thing. The, uh... The... And you hear the stories from, from the old veterans of how... Uh, say the Japanese would wait to hear the ping and then charge over into the trench. So what soldiers ended up doing was they they took a disadvantage and turned it into advantage by taking already empty clips and bouncing them off a rock. And don't get me started on the whole difference between a clip and a magazine. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Honestly, I confuse the two even after it's been explained to me. And at this point, I've given up like worrying about whether or not other people use it the right way. So you're not going to get crap out of me on it. But yeah. Um, and of course, another thing that oh, particular gun nuts. And hey, you know, I get you. I was one of them. I've grown up, okay? Part of the whole gun nut mentality, I'm not afraid to admit, is just boys and their toys. Yeah. Now, see... And it's time to grow up, gentlemen, because, honestly, if you're if you're arguing that you need to hold on to semi-automatic military-grade rifles because, oh, well, you know, we got to protect ourselves against a po- possible tyrannical government that could try to use the police and the military against us. Guess what? I they spent eight years. Batters. They have Abrams tanks. Yeah. I, I, I spent eight years in the army. Do you honestly think that we are just mindless robots that follow every single order we're given? Fuck no. You go ahead and activate the Mississippi National Guard and tell them that you're going to declare martial law in the state of Mississippi and if any of your uh, neighbors step out of line, you're going to shoot them. How many of them do you honestly expect to follow those fucking orders? More likely than not, what they will do is then turn around and any extra weapons they got, they're going to give to the citizenry, and then they're going to show the citizenry how to screw up whoever it is that's giving those orders. And see, now, at the same time, um, I've had some people that I've spoken with who have been in the military have said that they've met quite a few number of people who were 
of the level of stupid that they would do whatever they were told because it was what they were told yes. to do. And and we have a word for those sorts of people. We have two words because there are two different sorts of people that fit into that category, sociopaths and psychopaths. Yeah. I thought you were going to go with shark bait, but you're pretty close. Uh, there, the, the Navy has a big presence down here. Throw them overboard, shark bait, get it? Yeah, well, the okay, see, the, the problem the problem it is, uh, in, in the army, the the closest thing that you can throw them into that's wet is uh, train. Yeah, well, I, I wasn't gonna say anything, but uh, yeah, yeah, and um, I, I'm sorry, what was latrine works? <laughs> yeah, hey, it, it it works better than it did for the French, considering they uh, they. Pay, they literally gave full military honors, uh, full, full military burial honors to a latrine. We 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 we're not we're not going to go through that. We're not going to talk about that one right now. Oh, I uh, the, the, there there's a story behind it. Um, Joe, if you want to if you want to track that down, and I'll put it into the show notes later. Fine, but for now, you know, folks can look it up for themselves. That's easy to find. Sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll go with that. TD. God damn it. You know, I know. <laughs> Folks are probably listening right now, and they're just like, "What the hell is going on?" There's stuff going on in the in the in the chat for us. Not not our chat for the hosts. The the live chat. Um, I'll I'll just go ahead and I'll just I'll I'll just say uh, these two lines, and some people get it, some people will not. As I said, to be fair, <clears throat> and treasure trail those of you that understand the references congratulations you're my people those of you that don't oh. yeah we'll just we'll just we'll just leave it there and we'll deal with it later so here's uh here's here's the thing do a trick <laughs> give your balls a tug um, okay so the, the i i have i have i have not done the f I have not done an F-bomb tonight. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. I, I am. I am. I'll them to behave. No. I didn't say I, I don't I don't think I dropped one. No, no, you haven't. So here here's the thing. Yep. Here's the thing, Joe. As as someone that has had a number, and, and we did uh, I did mention about this earlier that you had pieces that you kept because they were far more valuable to you as collectible pieces they were yeah. not i'm going to go out there and i'm going to defend everybody's third amendment rights nobody talks about the third amendment yeah. rights i mean a perfect example is just uh everybody touts about the m1 carbine oh the m1 carbine is such a good gun and it's so reliable and it's great for zombies yeah it's perfect for zombies. No, i mean if no, you're in unreal not. tournament no it's not in Unreal Tournament, the M1 was a failure. Well, that's that's kind of the, the same way. The, the purpose of the purpose of the M1 carbine was to give was to give uh, heavy weapons crews and vehicle crews something better than a 45 caliber pistol. I'm guessing not very much better. Not much, no. But the difference being that, yeah, 45 hits harder. But you're you're going to hit maybe at best fifty at fifty yards, and anything past that, you have no chance of hitting. Okay, so why wasn't the eighty-eight Magnum instituted then? 
because um you know the uh the army tends to like soldiers that don't have both their arms broken fair point fair point um i've owned an m1 carbine i have fired an m1 carbine the m1 carbine is garbage as a military weapon and there are a lot of 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 you know, armchair generals that are now going to be looking, they're taking me off of their Christmas lists right now. But you know what? Let's face it, pal. It was shit. And there are many reasons why. Uh, we still used it up until the Korean War. We still, we still had M1s in Vietnam. Um, you see, we found out that the M1 carbine was not a good military weapon because when the Chinese joined in the fight during the Korean War, they marched in in their cold weather gear. This was before body armor was being issued to, to troops. And troops would engage wave upon wave a Chinese soldier in their winter gear they would knock the guy down and he would get right back up because the 30 carbine had did not have the ability to penetrate the man's jacket and several layers of clothing that he wore, let alone body armor. Hell, the Russians have got bullets that are made out of uh, rubber that go right through several layers in a coat. Yeah. And you know what? You, uh, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of stop this this area because there are trust me when i say i don't i don't want to discuss any further down there about well, bullets well, at the moment. like but anyway the point is that i did not buy it to defend my freedom i don't need a gun to defend my freedom i can defend my freedom with my bare hands if i have to I bought it because it was a piece of history. I bought it because under and you know at the risk of plagiarizing uh the history channel the gun is a tool. It serves hero and villain alike. And it has made its mark on history. To understand the gun is to understand history. So now, people end up leaving the military. They take specific weapons with them afterwards. And well, oh, let, let me let me finish the setup. Excuse me. Real show now. Thanks. So folks like yourself leave the military. They, in some cases, they take some weapons with them. It happened a lot more in World War One, World War Two, but it was not really something you're really supposed to do, but kind of happen, be that as it may. And over time to now, people are now saying, don't want to have these weapons around anymore. And they're just getting rid of it. Mm -hmm. How, how much of a 
difference of a mindset is there really from what you know between how the overall gun culture seems to be here and i'm saying seems to be and i know bridget that you've 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 got a thing that you you opened up with earlier we'll get we'll kind of come around again compared to new zealand where inside of a week they're already saying these guns no we we don't we don't want this to have happen again we just want them gone I can't. I can't speak on behalf of New Zealand. I've never been there, and I don't really know much about the country, which is a a, a gross uh, disservice to the people of New Zealand because they have a wonderful country. However, speaking from what I do have experience with, um, a lot of a lot of the real hardline gun nuts here in the U.S. like to reference Switzerland and how oh everybody in Switzerland's got a gun you know uh, they they have to serve in the military they have to learn how to use their gun and then they have to take their gun with them and keep it with them so that if ever you know Sw- the Swiss army's activated and they might be called up they're ready to go yeah but here's the thing here in the U.S. a lot of gun owners act like children boys with their toys we treat uh, a lot of them treat guns as a privilege as something you know i have the right to have this whereas in switzerland it's a very different story the entire mindset around firearms is completely different because for them it is not a privilege it is not a right it is a response of fucking ability And I dropped the F-bomb. Sorry. No, in this particular situation, I got no problem with that because the difference is so damned stark. You know, uh, it it was Carlin who said that basically the F-word was possible to be used in pretty much every uh, every correct piece of English. So somehow, I don't think that you're wrong. And Bridget, you were going to say... No, I mean it is a responsibility. But it's a lot of and, and a lot of American a lot of Americans don't realize that. Oh, you're you know, this guy this guy shot himself with a with a gun by accident, you know, uh you know, twirling it around like he's some kind of cowboy. We need to sue Smith and Wesson. How about we look at the dumbass who's sitting there twirling a gun like a cowboy from a she fucking did, movie? But or shoots his penis. You know, I have I, a lot. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want these people to, to shoot their penis because that's that's reconstructive surgery. I want them to shoot their gonads because then that's, well, then that's just you just gotta tie off the the tie but off the. People are so stupid. I don't yeah. think. I know. I know, and and that's the thing that that's the thing that forgive me it just kills me the blase nature of it all where here it's as if the entire country is still one giant wild west and everybody is going to be the the hero of their own story and they're going to be the one to go ahead and take down the bad guy no you won't oh you and i you know we we know look I ser- I served as a soldier and I always thought that you know 
if if ever a push comes, boy, you know, shooting like that, it'll never happen here. I'll make sure I'll stop it. Guess what? You're not going to. This is not Hollywood. No. This is real life. At one point in my life, I owned as many as 47 firearms. Looking back on that, on that point in my life, I'm seriously wondering what the hell was wrong with me. I currently own 10 firearms, and even 10 I consider to be grossly beyond any possible need that I have. Let's backtrack just a second. When all is said and done, a gun is just a fancier way of throwing a piece of metal at somebody from a long distance. There, There is a no metal. <clears throat> yeah, well, sorry, go ahead. A gun is a far and away more technologically sophisticated sling and rock. Mm-hmm. A gun That's is, it. A gun is a tool. That's it. There is no malice in a piece of iron. And it, believe me, as as much as I wish that we as hum, as humanity as a whole could put that kind of mentality behind us, someone's going to want somebody dead at some point. And if they if they can, they'll do it with a gun. But we've been killing each other for as long as we've been here, and uh, as long as we've had rocks, we've not had guns the whole time. You can kill somebody with a hammer. You yeah. can. Heck, you can what about kill. George Carlin when he was talking about people who were threats on airlines? He's like, what about a man with really big hands? Yeah. Or, you know, you can kill somebody with a freaking rice cracker. They choke on it. Or bounce it off their head in the right way to shatter their spine. A rice cracker? Shell on monks, man. Don't ask. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and if if anybody is kind of wondering, well, can you can you actually kill somebody with a hammer? Of course you can. Have you oh. never listened to the Beatles? Seriously, what's wrong with you? Hammer. Exactly. Well, I mean, we call him Maxwell now. I mean, back in the day, he was Thor, and yeah. you know, it's a it was a much bigger hammer. Details. We're we're not we're never talking about. You yeah. could now. Here here's the thing. Can you kill people? from a long distance with a much easier to acquire from a from a uh, from a paperwork standpoint from from a legal standpoint weapon yes you can what kind of paperwork do you need to get a crossbow uh usually the uh, greenback kind D- depends depends Walmart. on what state you're in Yep, but generally speaking, but say um, a uh, a bow and arrow, I, compound bow. Yeah, I don't I don't know of any state legislation as far as bow and arrow is concerned. Now crossbows do they are uh, they're kind of a gray area between uh, you know archery and firearms. So um, there are state there are some states that do have legislation particularly pertaining to. Uh, crossbows but i have never heard of any legislation 
I think it's interesting that in certain states you can't own nunchucks, but you can own a semi-automatic whatever. Well, that's what. Hold on a second. I always thought that was funny. That one is actually going bye-bye. And here in New York State, tasers and and uh, stun guns used to be outlawed. Used Mm -hmm. to be outlawed are also that that is being overturned. And here's something that a lot of people don't realize. De- depending on how, what level of engineering you're capable of, you don't. Uh, it is legal in all fifty states of the U.S. for you to create a firearm yourself. No serials, no registration. You can't sell it at any point. You can't let other people use it. But you can make your own damn firearm. Hmm. And it's perfectly legal in every single state. But generally speaking, that takes a certain level of um, skill. Or 3D printer. Not, not nearly as much as you think. Well, this, like I said, a, a, a certain amount. I mean, the you, most... You need basic level... Well, I mean, we're talking like high school level shop class here. Just to be able to recognize, okay... Uh, this amount of pipe can withstand this amount of uh, of force. You know, weld pipe A to pipe B. Put bolt through uh, screw slot C. Yada yada. It is surprisingly easy to produce a firearm. Not a very, very, very good one, but something adequate. I mean, let's face it, adequate. You let's put it this way an over under Derringer. You're not going to be building one, but you, if you're looking for um, actually, that's defense, very difficult. Pardon? Uh, an over under Derringer would not be very difficult at all. No, no, I, I, I was going to say making one yourself may not necessarily be that easy, but you wanted self defense. A two-shot over-under Derringer is not bad. Uh, Considering it was the name in self-defense for the better part of 100 years in the United States? Yeah. Yep. And and I know I'm going to piss off some people, but I remember the scene from the the TV movie The Gambler. I know, I know. Some people are now having the shiver go up their back. I'm sorry. We're showing our age. Yep. (laughs) We're... um, Oh, uh, Kenny Rogers was was in in the lead role, and he had an over under Derringer, and he had to shoot one guy in the leg in order to get away from from the the card table and get away. They, they used to they used to refer to them specifically as table guns. Okay, so he he had to shoot the one guy in the leg in order to in order to stop him, and the guy was all pissed off. He's just like telling all his guys over there in, in the bar, "Go on and get him." And he went ahead and said, and, and 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 he yelled out, "Go on and get him! He's only got he's only got one shot left." And his answer to it was, "Yeah, but which one of you wants it? <laughs> you don't need six shots. You don't need eleven. You don't need thirty shots. But then again, you've also got the small problem of, well, if everybody's got a gun, then nobody's going to want to shoot the gun." <laughs> 
Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Somebody didn't do the research. The problem. The problem with guns in the U.S., like I said earlier, is just a complete and total lack of respect to the to the peace and lack of responsibility. Um, and respect to the rest of society at large. And yeah, because what's the first? What okay? The first rule: gun is always loaded. Rule number two: gun is always loaded. Rule number three. If you are about to fire the gun, you better. need to be. Sh you better remember that whatever you are pointing at, you intend to destroy, because that's what's going to happen. Whether your aim is true or not, whatever it's pointed at is going to be destroyed. It will never be the same way again, and that goes for anything living or anything mechanical. And that's a level of respect that seems to be, but you know what? Not even lost. It's just simply been glossed over. There is, there is another thing that, uh, especially in the U S that I have to take note of. And that is this privileged sense of, of import self-importance that we have. Nobody's willing to back down the best way to defend yourself is not with a gun it's with de-escalation learning to be the bigger man and back the fuck down if memory serves wasn't it sun tzu who one of his rules of engagement was don't be where the engagement is or words to those effect something like that yeah the best way to not lose a battle is to not be in the battle and in this case, by battle, I actually mean a fight, a especially a one-to-one -one or a, you know, command-to-command. Command. If you're not there, they can't hit you, and vice versa. Yeah, But that's and a whole other thing. Shujin, you know this one as well as I do, because we kind of share basically the same rules when it comes to it. Rules of the fight, number rule number one. Don't. Exactly. Yeah. But the item last uh, before we uh, before we close up and 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 forgive me, I'm going to have to wrap up relatively quickly because uh, my contacts have not been nice with me all day today, and they're very very dry. People have been seeing, uh, watching me, uh, rubbing at my eyes. Yeah, I keep getting sleep dust accumulating in the corners of my eyes. So that's that's yeah. why I'm. So uh, I'm sorry about that if that's been distracting. Um, Eyeball quick, is never fun. No, no, especially when you're still awake. So, real quick, because uh, because we gotta we gotta roll this together, and uh, I'll, I'll kind of get get tech into this in uh, just a second. Um, and and Bridget, I wanna I wanna kind of bounce it off of you first, and and deal with this. Okay. New Zealand has gone ahead and said. Right away, we're doing something about this. 50 people. And here's the piece that I'm going to bounce off of you. We know that government-wise, they've threatened to pull money from research if CDC wants to go ahead and do research on gun violence and injuries and deaths and all that. 
we know full well that Chicago had seven people, seven died from poisoning, from tampering with Tylenol back in the early 80s. Completely changed the face of all packaging of all consumables ever since. We know full well that a toy that killed one child back in the early 70s, lawn darts, instituted an entire national ban. Why? In in any estimation of yours, why? After thousands upon tens of thousands of deaths and injuries per year reported even before the statistics come through and are collated by CDC or anybody else, why, to use the expression, God's green earth, do you think that it's simply the status quo is acceptable? Gun lobby. That's all it is. Look at that. Brought you right back around to where you started with tonight. Go ahead and lambast away. What the hell is wrong with us? And the one of the things that we need to start looking at doing here that New Zealand did right off the bat was stop giving these mass shooters their 15 minutes of fame, their notoriety. A lot of them are looking for it. Don't do it. Don't give it to them. Remember the names of the victims. We don't need to know who the shooter was. But you see, that's the thing. They don't want you to think about the guns. They want you to focus on the shooter. But we, because, because then it becomes the shooter's fault, and it's all about, oh, we need to do more about mental health. We do no, need to do more about mental health. We do, but we don't need to hear his story. He just let him be a non-entity. Yeah. Don't give him his fame, because he wants fame or notoriety. Don't give it to him. And if it's a white supremacist attack, call it what it is. Uh, I mean, the dude actually quoted Trump as part of his inspiration. So we need to let that be out there, not be afraid to say it. White supremacy is a terrorist ideology. And some of these people are getting their inspiration from our POTUS, which is embarrassing. Yeah, forgive me for uh, for popping that into our group chat. I, I I need to hold on to that because there's a a line I need to find uh, in regards to that. Um, I mean, that's the issue we need to be talking about, and no one wants to talk about it. Guns do not kill people. This is true. They do make it a lot easier, though. White supremacy kills people. It always has. Violence, you know, people talk about gun violence and sexual violence and domestic violence and all this other. You know what we need to stop? The fucking violence. Yeah. The the more and... I I personally, I blame action movies because you, you look back at you know and i'm sure that people are th- going to think i'm getting a little far fetched here but look back at cleaver beaverville and uh 
When's the last time you saw good old Pa get into a fist fight when he was having an argument with a neighbor or something of that sort? Hell no. They talked it out. They talked it out. But, you know, you look at uh, how media has changed from, you know, uh, Leave it to Beaver and uh, Brady Bunch to today where you've got, you know, your next summer blockbuster where you're trying to figure out how many more explosions and gunfights you can fit into 90 minutes of film. And that becomes our ideal. That is what tells every, that's, oh yeah, this is what I have to be to be, be somebody in the world. No, you don't. You know, the guy, look, I did my time as a soldier. I had my little, you know, action movie experience. And you know, the guy who I, who I look at, who I look up to the most It isn't a guy with a gun. It's a guy who found out how to feed the 7 billion people on this planet by the proper germination of wheat. Tech, I'm going to give you uh, give you your, your shot over here. Uh, while you were gone, uh, what I basically said for, uh, uh, for Bridget that kind of got this rolling down over here. And I, I wanted to make sure that you at least knew where it was that had kind of fallen down to you. Um, we have CDC being told you will lose funding if you go and you investigate this stuff. We had seven deaths in Chicago from the Tylenol scare. Seven deaths in Chicago only. Completely changed the face of all consumable packages ever since we had one death from a toy in the 70s the lawn darts nationwide ban and where i had left for her was basically what the hell here and that's kind of where it it kind of brought us down over this so if what if you want to take that and, and roll with it you, you got something else that you wanted to close off with at least you know where where it is that we kind of rolled down to you while you're heck, heck i got something to add on to that um how about micro magnets little hold on in fact i can show you because i have a whole set of them i love these things these are oh, yeah. micro magnets okay uh in fact uh buckyballs went out of business thanks to the consumer safety uh basically uh bullshit that went on uh zen magnets is still in business though that's what these are hmm. and uh these are wonderful they've been fighting the fight they finally won after years and years and years they were the last company to hang on and the kids who got hurt by this weren't little kids they were basically teenagers nobody died and but it was spun so that like, oh God, the kids are going to get them. The kids are going to swallow them. The kids are going to die. I was like, hey, look, a gun. The kids are going to get them. They're going to shoot each other. They're going to die. Let's... They, what did they want to do with the magnets? They wanted to ban the magnets, ban the guns. Well, guess what? The kids actually have gotten the guns. They have 
actually shot each other. They have actually died. Oh, look, there's a case where that shit actually happened, and it happened with a gun, not magnets. We still have the guns, but they went after the magnets. Mm -hmm. Priorities. I almost said drop the F-bomb. Just do it. Priorities, motherfucker. You don't have them. The Buckyballs don't have a lobby. Oh, people fighting to defend them. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah, and and this time, you know, the 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 overall for the right reason. Yeah, the overall anger and vitriol uh, and, and absolute stu- stupefaction of it all. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and say, you know what, calling it out full out on that one. Th- there's no other way to word it that way. So you know, don't I mean, worry about that one. Here's the thing. If I want to kill somebody. Uh, I have a knife collection. I have a a staff that I know how to use. I have a sword that I know how to use. I have a um, bow downstairs with arrows that I can use for target practice, but it is also I can hunt with. Um, in fact, it's strong enough that as long as I don't hit bone, it's going to go through two people into a third if they're standing uh, front to back. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got that sucker cranked up. I got a very strong draw on it. See, you're, you're talking about all that stuff. Look, I, I got one better for you. I got a Ford Ranger. Yeah. I want to yeah. kill somebody. It's that friggin' easy. Yeah. How many people have a car and a driver's license and shouldn't be on the road? Yeah. Joe, uh, I'll I'll see your Ford Ranger and uh, I'll match you one AMC Gremlin. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even kill yourself with that thing. Oh, yeah, you could. You sleep it up and up? Yeah, you could. You, Heck, you, you don't even you don't have to hit anybody with it. You see, here's the thing: you don't have to hit anybody with it. With it, just lock them in a space with it on. No, with the gremlin. The most lethal thing about the gremlin is anybody w- that watches you driving is probably going to laugh themselves to death, and you will just die of humiliation. I don't know. My husband had one that was pretty souped up. It was the green goddamn. <laughs> He's right, though. Although, uh, to to yeah. although to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, um, the the car that I actually had as my first that was bought for me wasn't much of a step up from a gremlin. It was a '77 Ford Granada. But the point is, hey, that it could, we're all it, making. It could be worse. It could have been a uh, uh, a Ford barbecue. I mean, a, a Ford Pinto. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the Fiero while we're at it. <laughs> but that's that's Point a whole being. other thing. Point being, real last look. It's it just comes back to what I said before. We need to we need to start taking responsibility as human beings and realizing that violence is not the best way to go about. Violence worked when it our survival depended on it when we had to be able to be as violent as possible to take down a fucking mammoth to be able to put food on the table. That was several thousand years ago, folks. We're kind of past it. So real quick, uh, Doc Waxman put over in the live chat uh, because it's, it's an important piece. Quote, in regards to mental health, it's something I've noticed for a while, and 
something I can sum up in four words, quote, too little, too late. Mm -hmm. These people could have been stopped with therapy and counseling, yet the powers that be only act after people are dead. Yeah. Preaching to the choir, man. Yep. 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 And, and I'm sorry, Bridget, I, I have to, isn't the old expression an ounce of prevention is more than a pound of cure. Yeah. And how can I back that one up? Real easy. You saw the report of the kid that ended up with uh, tetanus. Mm-hmm. How much does tetanus cost a, a vaccine? It's not very much. I mean, it's left less than 50 bucks. And it protects you for roughly how long? About 10 years. And, and it cost this kid how I much? Probably about $180,000 roughly. And non-vaccine route. And it was more. They well, more than that. But oh, it was more. It, it was, was close. More. Yeah, probably, it was probably close to a million. Almost. And his stupid parents do not want to get the second in the series because reasons. Yeah. And therein lies the problem, isn't it? This I've said it before. There is something positively sublimely stupid about my country's priorities you know what it's it's not even the it's not even the priorities it's the modus operandi of my country's society as a whole which is patch it when it's an emergency but thinking ahead why bother because there's always another emergency and that's just stupid there doesn't have to always be another emergency but yet there always will be and mm-hmm. so long as you don't do preventative maintenance there always will be but that's that's the piece to deal with Granted, I've got insurance, but I can go get a tetanus shot for free as a preventive thing. So here's the piece that I wanted to finish off with. The 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 piece I wanted to make sure that I had right mm. before I misspoke it because it's this one's too damned important to to misspeak. I take you back to October of 2018. The Florida gubernatorial race. And you have the debate going on between the Democratic and Republican candidates. And a very famous line was spoken. My my grandmother used to say a hit dog will holler and it hollered through this room. First of all, He's got neo-Nazis helping him out in this state. Now, I'm not calling Mr. DeSantis a racist. I'm simply saying the racists believe he's a racist. We know full well 
We don't need it spelled out any more clearly. We don't need it spelled out anymore. The people who are trying to start another race war are here. They've been here. And that's the thing that sickens me the most. They've always been here. They've never gone away. They never grew up. And they have a push. Because they think that they can finally get away with literally bloody murder. Well, in some cases they can. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's because they they are stuck with the mentality of might makes right. And instead of instead of rather trying to get along because God forbid they have to compromise. Or worse, learn. How many damn times? How many damn times? Am I going to go ahead and keep doing the same thing and claiming it up, down, left, right, over and over again? The same way that Joseph has got his thing about the whole in crowd, out crowd, the, the, mm-hmm. I will not stop on my piece. Education, learning that there are other people at a young age that people matter. No matter what color skin, no matter what language they speak, no matter what God they pray to, even if they don't, no matter how much money they've got, no matter what material items they're able to afford or not, no matter what games they play, why the hell can't we simply have the education to teach everyone else that every human matters. As long as we have this instigator-in-chief, we're not going to. One day. (laughs) One day. One day. There will be an opportunity for these proactive items to finally have happen for the environment to be cleaned up to work on a global basis to the betterment of that for society worldwide to stop trying to kill itself to actually consider the idea that turning this place into a nuclear wasteland of mud is probably not such a good idea. But bottom line, what is it that we need? We need there to actually be... You know what? I'll say it. We need there to finally be the fucking outrage that's necessary. It only happens when it's your two-year-old kid. Yep. When it's it only happens. Backyard. It only happens when you've got skin in the game. 
It's time for the human race to grow up. And the first way to do that is to just stop trying to kill each other over something as petty as because I can. Because I've got a piece of paper that says it's my right. You know, there's there's one thing I just want to mention real quick, and if if it helps, I'm I'm more than happy. But as you know, I I recently started preparing for a move, and I had an entire footlocker full of what we refer to as FMs, field manuals. An entire lo- footlocker full of them. And what did I keep? Was it how to maintain a firearm, how to create improvised explosive devices, how to wage guerrilla warfare. No. Bridget, you might recognize it. I kept one field manual. FM 2111. Which one's that one? CPR? No. First aid for soldiers. Ah. That was close. Because... This is what matters. For all of you that listen, that watch, whether now or 323, I don't care when the hell you matter. I will never easily say this again. But I will go ahead and I will take a page from my good friend Cash. I don't know who you are a lot of cases. I know some of you. But even those people out there that I don't know, I love you too. And you know how hard that is for me to use that word. Please carry it on with you. We have to get out of here. Um, as always, everybody, thank you very much for uh, being with us tonight. We hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and you got something to think about for yourself for now. We're going to go ahead and uh, close up shop right about this point. Uh, Tech, uh, thank you very much for your time, especially tonight. You take care of yourself and you enjoy uh, the rest of your weekend, man. Thank you very much. I plan on it. Joey, you uh, you try to take care of yourself, man. Congratulations on finding that you don't have nearly as much to deal with. Yes, I've been keeping track, and I saw that. You uh, you try to take care of yourself, man, huh? Joe. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Kind of went on a spiel there and completely talking to myself. Apparently, um, yeah. Uh, I do. I do what I can, and unfortunately, this for at least the immediate future is going to be the last show that I will be participating in, simply because, um, as of the 29th, I will be canceling my internet as I am moving next month. So. Once I have settled and things are uh, 
starting to fall into a proper regimen, I will return. Until then, best of luck. Thank you, man. Yep. And Bridget, thank you for your time and uh, you let folks know how to get in touch with you if you want. Send me a friend request uh, under Bridget Fitch on Facebook, or you can find me at BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com. We are expecting to have uh, Dallin back um, probably within about uh, probably within the next two weeks. Uh, I'm hoping I'm expecting. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing highly. Uh, we'll. I'll, I'll be in touch with him shortly to get a little bit of a better. Um, for those of you that are part of the family of it all, uh, we should really consider seeing about getting, uh, another host, maybe two, uh, as we need to have, we need to have, uh, some, some extra voices. So if there's anyone that is, uh, considering being part of you, don't need to have a camera, just a voice, and be willing to kind of put yourself out there. Uh, Bridget will tell you, I have kind of high standard that if there is the possibility that being on a show like this could be detrimental for you in some fashion, I will tell you, no, it, it, it's not going to have happened. Bridget will, Bridget will back me up. I, I gave her shit. Before I said, before yep. I said yes. Oh yeah. And with good goddamn reason. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, I would especially, and, uh, it, I would very especially like to have uh, a female voice again, because I would really like to have us balanced out a little bit better. And without heretic woman, I mean, let, let's face it. A female voice, Canadian, short, angry redhead. I mean, the closest that I could get would be, you know, Ms. Ashley or or Susie, but they're not Canadian. They're not redheads, but they're they're angry short women. It's close <laughs> enough. But um I would really like to I would really like to see about having um an out of the US female voice again to kind of help balance things out a little bit so if you know of someone who might be interested please get them in touch with us we'll be happy to entertain uh ideas send them on over to the main website of course holy crap the vlogcast.com all the contact information is over there and we can kind of work from there if you'd like to get the audio version of the podcast it's over there um kind of have to help out a little bit uh, i've i've been behind in trying to help out but we'll, we'll see about that and of course as always the voice line over there is 859-HCTV-554 859-4288-554 and if you'd like to kind of help out a little bit we're available over at patreon.com slash hctv thank you for being with us um i don't like doing these shows i really don't like doing these shows and I know that there's going to be a number of them still to come so long as we keep doing this show. There's going to be another one sooner or later. It's probably just going to be much closer to home. Please be safe. 
That's all I ask. Just please be safe. Over there on the live chat, guys, thank you very much. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Stephanie, you too, especially. Stephanie has been uh, out uh, with the uh, the marches regarding Brexit. We are really hoping uh, the best for you guys over there as well. Just be Just be really careful. Meantime, you all take good care of yourselves, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. So as always, until the next time we get together, everyone, thank you. I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. Until the next time we get together, everyone. talk to you soon good night you've been listening to holy crap the vlogcast feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com where you'll also find links to our facebook youtube and twitter pages theme music is twisted by kevin mcleod available at incompetech.com and on behalf of all of us here thank you for listening